Hello, this is Billy Moon. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. It's 2022 already, season three. As COVID stays in our lives, I missed talking and learning from other creatives. And I discovered a newfound hobby of connecting people to other people to get close to their dreams. So bear with my interview skills, if any, and dive into the stills of life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, can we begin? I'm ready. Thanks for coming all the way from Indiana to be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) It means so much to me. I never had a guest so willingly want to do that. Oh, yeah. I was... I've been a super fan for years. So I okay, I don't why. appreciate sarcasm right off the bat. So we're just going <laughs> to delete that, okay? Well, I got I to gotta introduce you in a funny way, if I may. Like, when I first met you, it was for a photo shoot through uh, your agency, Ford, Ford Models. And I met you with your friend, Isabel, um, beautiful sunny day in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I could not, like, I was stunned because... You look a lot like Kate Bosworth. (laughs) And because I just worked with her on the Immaculate Room uh, a few months before that. Right. And then you started speaking and I was like, holy shit, you sound like her, too. I got to meet her. Somebody let her know. Yeah, she lives in L.A., I think. If anyone's a Kate Bosworth fan, you'd be happy to know she's a lovely, very kind, very polite lady who's... Yeah, she's great. If she's carrying my face, I hope so. I hope so. Well, there is there is about a four inch difference between you and her. So four you, inches. Maybe. Height? Yeah, yeah. Who is she shorter than me? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say it should be super tall. Yeah, if she was <laughs> taller, taller than, than you, me. then that'd be a, like kind of freaky. Because <laughs> you're like you're five nine. Yeah, I'm five nine. Almost. Yeah, and that's it, right? You're not gonna grow anymore. Nope, I stopped growing in eighth grade. <laughs> that early? That early. You were five nine in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Me, no way. Me and my two best friends, Denisha and Giselle, had our growth spurts at the same time, and we just dominated the hallways with our height. Just eighth like, grade. That's like what? Thirteen? Twelve? Fourteen? I don't know. I think you're. Yeah, I think you're thirteen. Twelve or thirteen, maybe. That's incredible. Yep, it was powerful. Did you play sports? Not all in high school. I did cheerleading uh, as a separate separate program as a kid growing up, and then and gymnastics, and then in school school I did dance and cross country, and I would go to the practices for gymnastics, but I liked dance better at the time, so I just did dance. But I would go to the practices for fun and do gymnastics. What kind of dancing? Um, hip hop. We did one jazz thing. You hip hop. <laughs> I got the moves. Little did you know. Really? At 5'9"? Five 5'9"? Nine? At five nine. <laughs> what? So high is supposed to make you a worse dancer? Or are you saying that's, it looks awkward? That's what I hear. Well, if you wear baggy clothes, you don't look, you know, Doesn't all Slenderman-like. Doesn't matter. Man You're still like. fighting your body from, like, tripping and breaking. <laughs> Bones. I was clumsy. I still am clumsy, actually. I fall all the time. I, <laughs> I have bruises every day. You fall all the time? <laughs> For well, fun? Well, <laughs> yes, for fun. I just oh. dive. What a well, I don't lady. necessarily fall to the ground, but I trip a lot and I bump into things a lot. So I have bruises a lot. So you need to wear pads every time you walk around <laughs> LA. Yeah, or my kitchen. <laughs> God. Do you get nervous walking on stairs? <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And they're very, you know, those stairs. Why do people even 
make these stairs who thought this was a good idea no the super steep stairs with super small steps the ones that where your feet don't even fully fit on them oh like your heel doesn't even fit yes you have to walk taking half steps why do people what was the point in that i mean we just skip the stair make make it a ladder to make the stairway look uh more vertical and slender Maybe your feet are just too big because you're so you know, Amazonian. Maybe. Shoot. What are you? I'm looking at your feet. They're covering half of my studio. They're average. Like 20? <laughs> I don't know what those numbers mean. but what, what, I'm is, a, what is your actual shoe size? I'm a size 9. Women That's US. That's pretty big. 39 European. It's pretty big. That makes sense. It's average. For a 5'9er? Yeah, usually at work, I shoes are actually bigger if they're yeah um, if they're not socks my size. Are just dirting up the entire room <laughs> i'm clean socks <laughs> whatever why did you choose la you know what i didn't choose it actually so you were kidnapped here or two? <laughs> <laughs> what happened i actually never wanted to live in la i even had a friend ask me to you know would you want to go to la and i was like hell yeah no. dude <laughs> i thought san andreas was a big deal the san andreas fault oh <laughs> thought, not the movie <laughs> you know and plus it's so far from my family and you know and there people don't really say good things and i just love my home city so I, you know i never had any plans of yeah, moving but look at all the food we have most of it is artificial yeah that's true well fort wayne has really good food too they're really they're known for the restaurants in indiana they're okay. really good um but yeah i never wanted to live in la and then my agents asked me if i would move there and i you know originally would be like nah like you know made for like a visit but not really move there and i was like well let me not be let me not be close-minded about it you know let me pray and ask god if i should go you know the divine and so i pray and i got like said don't do it don't do it you'll get fat and i was like i'm going anyway no it's too much crime don't do it so i was like i prayed and i felt a heavy presence i was supposed to he was like go go i was like come on was it that immediate it was yeah it was pretty within a day and i hate those stories so much i get so jealous (laughs) i pray for things you know sometimes it takes a few years to get answered you know god always answers but it's hard to know his voice if you don't know his mm, word or it's a have, very good line yeah yeah so it's it's a practice like discernment a ritual have you ever heard discernment no it sounds negative no it's not <laughs> your, so discernment your anti-sermons or the ability to differentiate between what is coming from god yeah you or the devil that's discernment is that a skill because i need that yeah it's a it's like a gift and okay, you and you can it. receive the gift everyone can freely receive the oh gift. you keep praying for it um seeking the presence of god and starving the flesh and St- feeding what? the spirit <laughs> <laughs> oh wait starving the flesh i know this is like okay we're getting into it Are right now <laughs> constantine <laughs> no so starving when i say starving the flesh um sometimes i can mean actually fasting from food you know for a day oh. or a few days but that's a nightmare it (laughs) yeah but what it does is it teaches you to um go deeper with your spirit and like you know starve the flesh because the flesh (laughs) i don't i can't see the connection jay so you're go on your flesh is connected to this physical world right okay 
and our flesh has fleshly desires that tend to be easily swayed by forces that are not good they can be swayed like left and right so when i say starve the flesh i mean don't feed the flesh so it's not stronger than your spirit it doesn't mean like starve yourself like get underweight like no 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 i'm not saying that but i'm saying uh like say if you have a temptation for something that you know is not fruitful for your life you might starve that decision and feed your spirit and instead in that place of temptation go and pray or go and feed your spirit in a way like that and then the second one was i had i had so many people um prophesy over it um have you ever heard of prophecy yeah what is prophesy so a prophecy is when someone has a word of knowledge about something from god Okay. And I had two people prophesy over my life. One before before any of this even came up as an option. This is exactly how this conversation went. This guy came up to me and he was like, I have a prophecy for you. Um, oh I gosh. see a lot of fog <laughs> in front of you and you feel like you don't know what decision to make and you're, um, you know, but it's going to all make sense in a couple months. So just just stay faithful, and that's what he that's what he was prophesying to me. And I this is exactly my response to him. This is before I was thinking about LA, and I said, you know, I feel really clear actually. (laughs) That's what I said to him. I was like, I feel very clear, and he was like, that's polite of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, even if I don't, I don't want to ever act like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you're so right. If it's not, yeah, and plus, if I'm honest, that also makes them check their discernment and their relationship, you know. So I, I would never lie about saying something resonates with me if it doesn't. And I was like, hmm, I don't see that. And then, like, just a few days later, that's when Los Angeles came up. And I saw the fog and I immediately was like, what am I doing? I'm in this relationship that's really serious. And this is across the country. Should I move there? Oh, my goodness. And then I realized after the fact, after I got the discernment that I should move there, I was like, oh snap I remember that prophecy and I was like it's all gonna make sense in a few months okay and I even reached out to him and was like hey that I remember that prophecy that you gave me oh it's actually right on spot and I wanted to like encourage you in that like you're going forward and he was like oh great that's amazing I thought maybe I was off or something and so I was glad that I let him know that and then another time someone asked me I was she was just she asked if she could pray for me because she felt like I needed prayer and she prayed, and this was during a church service. Yeah. And she prayed over me, and I was like, yeah. She said, is there something like bothering you, blah, blah, And I was like, well, I'm just, I might be moving to Los Angeles. I don't know yet, da, da, da. And she said, is the reason that's holding you back the fear of missing out? Is that what's holding you back? And I immediately, tears <laughs> just started falling. I was like, that's what it is. And I didn't realize it until she said that, but I realized I was afraid of missing out. I have so many nieces and a nephew and, um, you know, my family. I just didn't want to miss out on them growing up and all of these Mm. um, experiences with them. My family, I hold very close to my heart. And so it was just really sad, I guess, to think about, you know, moving so far. Sure. Um, And I realized, you know, I needed to break that fear. Um, and I knew that there was a purpose for me moving here. And so I was like, okay, so I did that. I got a lot of prayer. I moved over here. And every single time that I would doubt it, which happened a lot, especially in the first like seven months. And I didn't know how long I was going to be here. I was just, I originally, I was like, maybe I'll just be there for a few months, maybe six months or something and come right back. 
you never know, but I'm not having any plans. I'm just going to keep praying about it and see how long I should be here. And every time I prayed, I felt like, oh no, stay. And I got a confirmation, stay, stay, stay. And it's just so many things that have happened that I would have missed out on if I would have stayed in Indiana due to the fear of missing out of what was mm. going on in Indiana. And I'm super blessed to come here and I actually visit home a lot and it's been amazing. And now I'm like, just starting a new lease for like a year and a half. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, we're building a life here and now my um, husband moved here, starting our life, you know, over uh-huh. here in the beginning of it. and. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but. <laughs> now, you may be the youngest married couple I know ever. <laughs> LA is the single, the city of singles. Is it? Yeah, that's why. I don't but know. But in Indiana, it's not that uncommon. You know, yeah, my, I figured. My sister got married when she, my younger sister, when she was. Younger? 19. She's married? Yeah, well, not, they're not anymore, but. Oh. They did get married. It, it's a good thing that they're not married anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, he was something else, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's another podcast. Yeah, another podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they got married, you know, my parents got married really young, too. They got married, uh, I think, in their So it's very, it's a cultural 20s. thing. It's just yeah, it's normal a cultural there. thing, yeah. Tell us when you first got signed as a model. Oh, okay, so this is funny. I actually, okay, so I never planned on modeling. I was a photographer um, at a very small JCPenney portrait studio. My favorite job to this day ever, actually. Really? Favorite job? I loved it. When you first uh, told me you were a photographer, I was like quite surprised and pretty happy to hear that. Oh, it was But we'll talk about that later. Okay. So yeah, I was doing that and then I got my senior pictures taken. Okay. And someone, my mom had posted them. Somebody saw it on her Facebook that worked at a really small local magazine and asked if I, it's called Shindigs with a oh Z. God. <laughs> and I asked, <laughs> and they asked me if I could uh, model for them for some prom prop thing and they were, were doing. And you were like a senior already. And I was a senior, yes. And, and for th- folks listening in the industry, that's, comp- that's considered kind of late. Is it? Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I guess 18? so. Yeah, they 17, say it's 18? like perfect, like 17, si- yeah, 16, 17 is like a great time is what they say. Enough to be uh-huh. molded yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and manipulated. Because you're kind of an adult looking person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> my ankle you just, just popped. just your toe? Or no, it was my ankle. ankle. That was loud. <laughs> yeah, it does that sometimes. You got to get a new one. <laughs> it's like a circus in here. <laughs> But so they asked me if I could model for them. So I went there. Who's they? The Shindigs. You got paid for it? Yeah. Unexpectedly. They paid me 20 an hour. And I was like, this is a job? Oh. What was the concept for that photo shoot? It was a prom prop magazine. Are you listening? Are you here right now? I'm a guy. (laughs) Men don't listen. forgot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yes, a prom prop <laughs> magazine. Do you thing. eat meat? This is an ongoing joke that we have. He yeah. keeps asking Everyone's me if confused. I eat meat, if I'm vegan. No, I'm not. I'm not vegan. <gasps> I'm not. I know it's like a sin in LA. Okay, but <laughs> so you so you got you were a prom pick for Shindigs. You got paid yes. twenty an hour. And yes, and when you they liked paid the photos? me, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was okay. actually really nice. And when they asked me, I was like, maybe I can do it more. And my mom's like, you were yeah. awakened. 
Yeah, I was awakened to the thought because people would say, oh, you were curious model. even younger when you're like, no, 15, 16? I honestly didn't know. I didn't have you any were already five ten, And then uh, I just never took it seriously. You know, it, was, it wasn't really a thing like in the Midwest, like Fort Wayne. It's kind of, you know, a smaller town. Right. And so people don't like and they're like, really can you do double it? as Kate Bosworth, even though you're too tall. <laughs> yeah, I actually did want to be an actress for a long time. Um, but, yeah, you but I never like took thought modeling was, I never just took it serious. And I was like, well, you know, what's really in it? And people would say, oh, you should model, you should model. And I'm like, mm, okay. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should. And my mom was like, maybe you should. And I said, okay. And so then I Googled top modeling agencies in the U.S. <laughs> you did that. I did okay. that. And then Ford and Wilhelmina were the ones closest to me in Chicago. Okay. And so then I just applied online and then was super lucky. Both of them, well, actually applied to... Both of them wanted you. Both of them wanted at least a casting. And... Oh, so you have to drive down there or yeah, fly? I drive. It was, it was only like three and a half hours, four, uh, depending uh, on uh, traffic. Uh, 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 okay, That's listen. like here to Malibu. It was nothing back then because oh, we yeah. w- with the work in the Midwest... Um, the industry you have to drive all over you have to drive wisconsin and kentucky and uh, ohio and michigan everywhere everywhere illinois and so i would be driving 500 to a thousand miles per week for work so you get used to it real quick i used to hate driving and then i got real used to it i'm like oh yeah it's just a couple movies long you don't get used to it are you crazy you do you're just like yeah it's a couple movies long and you're good no you don't get used to it you do (laughs) <laughs> but oh. yeah so we went to the we went to the um casting and um well i really I, I only applied for ford online actually and then on my way to their um interview the next day my mom's like oh well while we're in chicago you should see if another agency wants to see you and i was like okay yeah, so yeah. then i applied That's to wilhelmina on the way they reached out the same hour <laughs> and so then i went there and this is online so it's so crazy that this happened and wilhelmina was able to see me sooner so i went there first wow and i bombed it it was terrible why oh my gosh i got in there how do you bomb that the first well i didn't know anything about you show up in your whatever what is it black shirt blue jeans the usual and then you just smile <laughs> that is not how it is yeah. it's an actual interview that's what most especially for think. an agency because like can you rewind a bit because um occasionally teenagers kind of reach out to me it's like how do I become a model? Mm-hmm. I'm always frustrated how lazy they are. Because, um, <laughs> why? <laughs> well, what you said sounds easier than said than done. And what I noticed with these younger girls, they don't, they don't even Google much. They don't do their own research. They know yeah. about digitals. They know what they are. And I tell them, well, that's the first thing you should do. Here's an example. Just mm-hmm. follow these poses, these four angles. Mm-hmm. And then if you want me to take a look, I, I can. But you don't have to. Just submit it. Yeah. It's really easy. That's really what I tell but people they, too. I can't tell you how many times they all speak the same language where they're like, I'm excited to shoot the digitals this <laughs> week. It isn't. Well, it doesn't happen. I think it is a big deal if like you know you have this dream you want to be a model yeah and you're like taking the first steps that's really exciting i think if you're in the beginning for me as since i didn't know anything about it or what could come from it i was just like going with the flow 
and I had yeah. no emotions or expectations. Yeah. But if I wanted to be a model and I'm like finally taking the pictures and like doing the first steps, I think that's that's a that's a big sighting. It is, but there's no action on their part. And I'm just kind of <laughs> like and they come back a few months later online like uh yeah, I really want to get signed to this place and that place mm. because of this uh famous models there and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you want to follow footsteps. I'm like I think a lot of people get confused cuz they think that you have to like do the most to get signed to an agency but getting signed to the agency is like the first step yeah and then it what it takes to become a successful model and climb the ladder within an agency that's the hardest part i think like getting signed to an agency because even if you don't get signed to like the biggest agency you can still get signed to a boutique agency and work really well there are model i have no models that work at boutique agencies is that the same as mother? dominate so a mother agency is your first agency yeah and then they are basically the head of your placement in other agencies in bigger markets. That's, yeah. that's essentially what a mother agent, agent is. Mm-hmm. They're training you, so to speak. Yeah, so that it doesn't matter if they're boutique or big. Yeah, 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 they are responsible essentially for your development. Yeah. Yeah, but you can start in a boutique agency and climb That's what I tell them. Yeah, but like it, you don't have to be, oh, I'm going to go to IMG Elite. You know, a lot of times... You can't get an IMG. You go to, a lot of times you go to these big agencies and you yeah. get lost in the sauce because you're not some celebrity's daughter you know mm, that would help yeah some favoritism nepotism would help like, <laughs> there there are some t- uh tough ones to get into for sure just for, just yeah. from what i learned i mean you said img um lion ford is tough yeah ford, but all in it they're well, tough in a good way um, yeah they're tough in a good way yeah i was super i'm to this day i'm still with ford been with them for about five years now. I oh. thought it was six, and then I did the math yesterday, and I was like, oh, it's four. I've been telling everybody. How long six. is the contract? The contract Are you allowed initially to say? is two years, but they can drop you whenever they want, right? So they w- right. when I first got signed in Chicago, they actually signed on a big group of girls, and only about two of us from that big group was there a few months later. Mm. They dropped like most of them. So I think they test people in the market, but they don't... Um, and I think a lot of agencies do this, you know, they like, oh, they, they see the potential in you, but clients aren't grabbing. And so then they're like, OK, well, what makes yeah. an agency great? What makes an agency great? That's a great question. I would say an agency that actually cares about you and want, and your success and not about just making money off of you. Mm. Someone who is communicative, mm. um, like that's <laughs> number one, communicative. Number one, for sure. Yes. Communicative, prompt. Um, models and agents, we need to both be prompt with our emails. Yeah. Someone that shows interest in like you as a person and not just you as a face. And just like, you know, compassionate and actually wants to see you grow, wants to like ask you the questions. You know, my agency, Ford, I love them to death. And all of my agents were like, you know, asking me, where do you want to, where do you want to go with this? What do you want to do with this? You know, mm-hmm. and I was, I didn't know anything, honestly. I was just like, whatever you think. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, but, no, um, Jay, that's the wrong answer. You got to know. No, I didn't this know at feature. all. I was like, you know, I kind of like the editorial, like, yeah. you know, moody stuff. And I, uh, that was not my lane. That was more I naturally, I think, felt. You do sports photos well, too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, those are the f- really fun shoots. Yeah. Like yoga, especially. I love yoga. It's um, just, it just depends on location and weather. <laughs> yeah, it depends on location and weather. <laughs> well, but you can do anything. Yeah. Uh, people, I, I guess people outside of LA don't know. LA is not as warm as you think. Oh, it gets so hot though. 
Oh my goodness, yeah. the hot day. I got heat exhaustion. I got real deal heat exhaustion. Almost passed oh, yeah, out. Oh, I remember that. You yeah. even had water and you still got... I drank about two gallons and only peed once in the morning. The, it must have been the adrenaline. No, it was, it was not the adrenaline. I got heat exhaustion. <laughs> you dying. I was dying. I honestly thought I might die. I really did. I was praying. <laughs> I was like, God, this is my last day. This, this isn't how I'm going to go down. I trust in you. Well... Well, it's funny now, but I'm glad you brought that up. Like, as a model, assigned model, can you shut that down? I could. Because your life is in danger, quote unquote. I definitely had the option. My agent did, like, I told him about it after, and he was like, I wish um, that you would have said something, you know, this, that, to him. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to muscle it through, blah, blah, blah. Like, because everyone had driven two hours we had rented this place it's very expensive to put on a production it's a it's a um lifestyle shoot so it's a lot of ex- was this joshua tree it was in palmdale in the desert it was someone else's tree it was in the middle of nowhere we didn't get fed yeah. till 4 p.m because all the doordash drivers we tried multiple times couldn't find us <laughs> for lunch it was so bad it was terrible were the photos good at least yeah we did get good photos was that the hardest thing you've done that was the hardest shoot i've done yeah because of the weather the second hardest was the opposite extreme cold weather in Mm. new york were you wearing winter clothes at least no we were wearing freaking two strap heels with skirts and tank tops i was like where in the snow it was a blizzard it was so windy that one of the lights (laughs) (laughs) yeah like avant-garde yeah i'm like neon colors but let's do fake snow okay too expensive they flew everyone from mexico i mean no they were literally from mexico city like everyone most of them did not know english like it was maybe they didn't check the weather app which was actually really cool because i learned some spanish don't remember it today but now that you've been like modeling for like at least five years now i think what was like some of the biggest lessons you've learned modeling has matured and taught me matured me and taught me so much Um, just independence and especially starting off in the midwest because in the midwest you have to drive so much and you know travel so much and at 17 i was doing a student i was like well like 18 i uh, started going to purdue just for a semester i only Mm -hmm. did school for a semester at college but um that's all you need that's all you need and so i was doing that full-time modeling full-time traveling sleeping in my car um because the first you don't get paid as a model. You usually get paid every three to six months after a job. Oof. Yeah. And so the first three to six months that you're working, you know, you're working a lot. You're calling off your actual day job and to do modeling work because in the long term, it's more money. But, you know, they get a little drag, get a little rough out there. And so I'm sleeping in my car and I'm putting up sheets in my you know the back of my car so that people can't see me in the walmart parking lot i'm like just traveling you know alone the hotel to hotel and it just it teaches you a lot of just you know you do what you got to do teaches you hustle and um you ever think about quitting no i actually loved it you were all in i think um because it's not a it's not a glamorous life yeah not really because the hustle is real but it was all new you know the first couple years especially it was like you know, I'm really young and all these cool photo shoots, get my hair and makeup done. Never seen myself look so good. <laughs> you know, I never did my makeup. I never, I didn't even own oh foundation. Gosh. What do you look <laughs> like in Indiana? <laughs> well, I honestly was just lazy. I didn't, you know, care to just, Yeah. I barely wanted to wake up Sweatpants, for school. Sweatpants, hoodie, the usual. I actually would wear pajamas to school. I've worn a onesie to school. There's some 
shallow, nefarious people in the industry. Mm. Did you ever have any situations like that? You know, I I feel like most people that I meet tend to be really nice, actually. Most. Most people I meet are very, very kind. But uh, I hear a lot of stories where cars pull up and start catcalling. Oh, yeah. Does that happen? LA, oh my gosh, a lot in LA. Yeah, a lot of catcalling, a lot of nasty stuff. People will just do really nasty things, like with their bodies while you're, it's just really weird. They like use oh, their in front of you. Yeah, to me, you know, do the oh, peace sign and lick through the their story. fingers and like act like they're jacking off and all very nasty, gruesome stuff and just say really nasty things like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this to you." This is like during your photo shoots outside. Oh no, this is just walking on the street as a woman. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking Stop about mom. walking. Okay, I guess I gotta have to, you know. Oh my god, I was like, who raised these guys? You know, it's like you have that Demons. much confidence to like. <laughs> Pull over in your Mercedes and be like grinning and shouting at a beautiful woman. Yeah. It's like, My question is, I really wonder what they think they're doing and what did they expect me to respond? I don't even know. And they know you're not going to get in the car. They know it's go- it's an upcoming rejection. Right. But they do it anyway. I yeah. think it's just an ego stroke. Yeah. I, just to like mess with people, I yeah. guess. Maybe they're just like. They're very But the thing is, they'll do it alone. Like, they're not even with friends. They're not showing in front of their dog friends. No, that's that's the movies. Yeah. In L.A., it's usually a solo driver. Yeah. So I'm like, who are you showing off to? Because you look real, like, embarrassing to everybody around here. You know what I mean? So what are you doing? Yeah, girl. You hot. I know. Why you got to tell (laughs) me? What what makes me laugh is, like, I've never seen someone do that to a, a model. But what makes me laugh is, like, imagining... They're, they're done yelling. They get back in the car and they start driving. And I just imagine their smile just going back to that shitty self-hated face. <laughs> the uh, person the who's driver. yelling. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what are they thinking? It's, it's, I'll, I'll reenact it for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so hot. Hey, we should go party. No? Okay. <laughs> they must do that stuff all the time, though. So I, I can't even imagine that they would get this. Because if they really had this feeling of, uh, I don't know, disappointment, like thinking, they wouldn't keep doing it. You might be right. I'm sure some of them are completely oblivious. Yeah. They're either oblivious or there's maybe they just have a fetish for something. Like, I don't know. And you brought up a good point. They're alone, so there's no audience for them. So what the fuck are you guys doing? That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, what is. I don't know. Maybe he grew up shitty and he finally got money, so he's like playing a video game a of a life. <laughs> yeah, then going you gotta around Grand the... Theft Auto, like hitting people. Okay, that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of dark. Um, but like with you know with a personality, not like physically running people over. <laughs> Damn, Jay. <laughs> it's it's not that far off because we're in LA. Um, that shit happens. I'm, you saw you saw someone hit their calf. Um, <laughs> someone on my way here to this podcast there was um a driver that hit a pedestrian on the crosswalk and yeah. hit their calf just bumped them just nicked them and the pedestrian kept walking as if it happens every day i know you should have done something that's like a free ten thousand dollars right there <laughs> like ah. <laughs> it's like oh that's attempted murder um, attempted murder uh, <laughs> and i got a witness <laughs> is there anything that you would want to change about yourself I don't know. 
no yes yes i'm yeah i would say yeah i think that we all have you know something i guess that they would but i'm glad not you You don't i'm glad not i believe i was perfectly and wonderfully made and that it's all for a purpose the way i look the way that i am yeah yeah and i think that if everyone were you know this perfect thing that we all imagine then it would there's not really much fun to life then (laughs) are there any like disadvantages for being attractive in your opinion there are but i would say honestly and this is just completely honest please (laughs) dishonestly dishonestly i had a great weekend (laughs) i know i say that so much honestly um yeah literally (laughs) literally as well (laughs) but no i'm actually very grateful my appearance and your, your jeans yeah I'm, I'm very grateful for my jeans because there is such thing as pretty privilege and i take advantage of it you can get all mad like oh like they're objectifying me or you can take advantage of it and i take advantage of it <laughs> <laughs> so to speak it depends on the situation depends on the situation yeah, 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 yeah. of course of course there's like some things that are disadvantaged there's positive and negatives of all things though everything yin yang you know yeah, but I just want to go deeper. You know, I like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Um, do you have a lot of male friends? Because yeah, I do. I do. Like, when you look like you, does it make it harder or easier to like trust male potential male friends? You know what I mean? Mm, I would say it's the same for people of all levels of attractiveness. To be honest, for okay. their as a woman to a man relationship Mm -hmm. but i would say i haven't struggled that much with um male friends trying to have like a sneaky uh side intention it could be a crush you know something playful Uh, like that i definitely well i definitely had people have crushes that were guy friends (laughs) i never had any crushes on from guys on me it's really sad just go to west hollywood you pick up some <laughs> yeah in my physic physique no i don't belong there <laughs> that's not true stop you can pull dude i drive there dude everyone's fit men women dogs they're all but like, everybody has a different taste and everything not everyone wants the super fit like barbie oh, man do. you know okay <laughs> you want the barbie man all right well this is this is, this is digressing <laughs> um you mentioned acting yes you look like an actor dope are you going to venture into that or what? Yes. I actually have a plan that within Can you share just that? a couple months from now to start acting classes. I have a list from some actor friends of December? some people. Yeah, in about December. The busiest um, month of the year? Oh my gosh. I didn't think about that. Well, yeah, we can, we can still reach You're out. You're going to take classes? I can at least reach out and plan it though. Like re- yeah. and get a plan for the start date if they can do it. But you're going to take it. classes? You're going to pay for that? Um, yeah, I'm gonna pay okay. for that. That's why I said in a couple of months because I just moved. Are you writing as well? Writing? No. Yeah, just writing whatever comes to your mind. It could be fictional or not. No, but I do have a plan to release 20 blogs, tw- around 20 blogs, um, and then ending it there because I don't want to keep writing um, for my business, Sonder, which will be released here soon because I just finished oh. my test <laughs> at integrative institute of nutrition interesting transition into your business what is sonder jay sonder um so the take vision just, just chill just <laughs> take it easy sit down Woo-saw. please sit down <laughs> you look very very big when you stand up and i'm sitting <laughs> okay what is sonder <laughs> it sounds cool um 
It it's very is. tranquil. I'm very excited. I think of the colors green, silver, and blue. Huh. Interesting. I have to write that down. Green. It's sage green is the color. Sage. Sage. Sage green. Do you guys like ASMR? No, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. It's so freaky. Um. <laughs> is that what Saunders about? No. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so the vision of Saunders. <laughs> Do you want a saunter in the saunter? Saunter sage green. Sage, the ultimate color for green. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> you turned into a bug. <laughs> I'm so weak. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. No, seriously, saunter. You, you know, I actually didn't get a lot. I didn't. I couldn't yeah, I I get I comfortable tell. last night. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know what it was. But anyway. Sonder. Sonder. The mission of Sonder is, is it's created with intentionality to inspire a holistic life transformation on a personal and global level through digital programs, um, automated life planners. Um, so it's like a consultation? Well, Firm. not consultation, but more of a resource um, for organizing your life and like, you know, elevate essentially every area of your life. It's wellness. It's a wellness program. So there would, there would oh, okay. be different so it's programs. Not a, it's not a physical product. It's no. a, a Although long term want to curate an e-commerce store of a Sonder certified products that reach the standard of uh, sustainability and health, you know, that'd be like different through, lifestyle projects through diet. So that can be, yeah, supplements. Well, that's part um, of it. Yeah. A okay. whole lifestyle thing can be like, so um, like a wellness program. tools, all of that, clothes, everything. But yeah, the pro- so the digital programs would be more so like. Oh, okay. Um, like, oh, how to beat procrastination or how to, you know, increasing mindfulness, da, 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 things like that for the programs. I need all of that. I also, you know, anyone who has like app, I'm looking for like app um, developers to help oh, me I out. Oh, I know a lot. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk more not, about that after. Not cheap, but yeah. There's so much knowledge out there, but you don't really do much with it. Um, like if you don't do anything with the knowledge, then it's just knowledge. You know, it's just wasted space. Yeah. So I just want to. This is great it. for lazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and determined people. I feel like the yeah. ideal people to love this are busy, busy professionals probably who just want to like, and people who don't are lost and don't know what to do, and they just want someone else to like figure it out, and they just like follow the program, and that's, they're just like, you know what? How they spend money. I want to be fatigued and like this and that and the other and my mental and my physical everything emotional yeah. spiritual <laughs> and i just don't know where to do it can you just tell me what to do that's why the writing comes in because i want to have 20 key blogs of just kind of a foundational knowledge thing that people can go to and i can refer to within the programs mm-hmm. but i don't want to necessarily keep blog writing or do person-to-person consultation because that doesn't fit into my schedule that's under exciting yeah when but is this launching? uh launching I want to say within three months because I'm graduating oh. this month. I, I just finished my last test and then we have God, graduation. Are you school? What the fuck? Well, it's IIN. <laughs> IO who? IIN, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So you need that on your on your path to getting a license, so to speak? Yes. Yeah, so this is my, this is my certificate. Oh, um, certificate, right. Yes. That's a better word. So this would be, yeah, my, just for my um, credibility. So that's like one of them. Yeah, because they're not going to be like, why should I join you? 
Right, right. I know you're a pretty face, but... Yes, exactly. You, you wear yoga pants with dirty <laughs> socks on people's furniture. Well, my shoes are light, so it still all matches right, all right. when the shoes are on. <laughs> so you're, you're the only person behind Sonda right now? I guess so, yes. I think it's. I think you. I think you have a good idea on how to market this thing since you're a model. Mm. So you know photographers, <laughs> you know models, you know the best places to shoot it. Oh and yeah, the marketing is the fun part for me. I'm big visionary. Yeah, and product photography that'll be happening later, which will be very useful. A curated store, so it could be a physical store. No, online. Oh okay, jeez, physical <laughs> store is so stressful. <laughs> now you mentioned photography like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna still do that again? Since so uh, <laughs> you and uh, Jay and I actually shot a event for Children's Hospital Surgeons, which was really fun. Oh, I loved it. Good food. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really yeah. did love it. And we got to do a portrait session inside this uh, uh, very comfortable living room, which was mm-hmm. that always makes me nervous because uh, I'm not super great at it. I must have been sweating bullets because I was like, "How do we kill the shadow? This." These shadows just, oh, yeah, the shadows. how do we do this? Like It was dark in there. We needed like. Do we need more know. lights or do we need more paper with? I mean, I don't know how to kill these shadows. But like if you step forward, because you were my test subject. So you would step forward to the lens. I was like, okay, that helps. So, okay, I learned that. So we just need more space <laughs> and uh, a, a wider uh, backdrop. So if they do it again next year, I feel they like. They do it almost every year, yeah. Under the tent outside before everyone gets there it might be see that was the first time they had a large ass tent like that <gasps> oh so see, the year before I that i hope they it have it again smaller. then because that would be great good transition jay because uh i still run into producers and young filmmakers where they just i mean i'm putting words in their minds but it it feels like they don't value photography mm-hmm. much why do you say that because uh, the rates are very low and they don't want you for many hours or days. Uh, they just want you for specific times because mm. of budget reasons. But it's just something I, I and the we have to get used to because because everyone's a photographer now. Mm. I'm pretty sure everyone, people love to periscope and document almost anything. It could be something Oh, dumb. you mean like a phone photographer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's different. Content creators. Well, you have to be a content you creator You call that now. content? <laughs> there's but a lot of good content like, here's there. my food and this is the restaurant i'm at check it out look how great i look and this is the beach i'm at aren't aren't you jealous well everything's content honestly i'm jealous of those people who do it because i need to to for my business oh my to gosh life. it is it is so hard to do that i feel like if you don't have a plan it's really yeah the plan you have to make yeah. the plan you have to plan ahead I feel like the process of when I'm doing it, because I'll go on streaks of like, oh, I'm, I'm posting every day. I'm doing really no, good at it. I'm commenting. I'm answering messages. To. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Too. No, no don't tell forget. me that. I need no the No one's going to forget you. So, well, I'm glad you're like venturing in your own uh, business called Sonder because um, like when we were discussing like modeling is not a like a 24-7 glamorous life. So like you, you have to have something that you're passionate about. Most of the time, it's 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 short term, but yeah. unless you know, you know, there's I know a there's a few out there who are super and like long term, right? But yeah. there's a lot. If I had a private time with them, I would like to ask them, "Are you happy, Gigi? Are you are you happy?" I mean, that's person to person. That's what I'm this happy. show's about. So, yeah. you are. 
Yeah. I'm super joy. It's got the what joy of the Lord. You, what makes you perfectly happy? I got the joy of the load. <laughs> the, the, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay. Superficially. What no, makes I'm you? being honest. Honestly, God is the source of my joy because he raised my focus. I used to see before I knew God, everything was like right in front of me. Why are you pointing at me like that? I'm not pointing at you. I'm doing a hand, a landscape motion left to right with my hands. Look, everything in front of me, I could just see physically. You're going right to left, but yeah. Billy. Yeah. Are you mad? (laughs) (laughs) Is this angry, Jay? No. (laughs) I used to see everything in front of me as what I visually saw it, but Ever since I grew a relationship with God, my eyes were raised to an eternal focus of, you know, beginning and end and like eternal. And so Mm. everything that's just temporary starts to just not matter. And I just remember, yeah, yeah. yeah, and with my faith, I believe that God genuinely has plans to prosper me, not to harm me. And that he has his sovereignty, meaning he has actual control and sovereignty in everything. And so I know that as long as I'm, you know, looking for his guidance and and thinking things through in his presence, he'll guide my mind. He'll guide my life. And that's the most divine, purposeful beautiful life that i can live so how could i be depressed if it's what god did for me i didn't choose to go to la he told me but to go things to LA. will challenge you here and does that ever like you know second guess yourself about that faith in god because mm. the things down here you could be having you could be suffering three moments of hell you know and then you start questioning mm. you ever come across that I have definitely doubted, not ever since I gave my life to God at 16, I never doubted his realness, but I have doubted his goodness. I have definitely Mm. had those seasons of like, Interesting. actually it happened shortly after I moved to LA. I was like just seeing all of this, you know, darkness going on in the world. And I'm looking around like, God, how is your Yeah, your neighbors got... Burglarized. Yeah, and I'm like, and I mean, I sat down in my room sobbing, angry at God. Oh. I mean, I was angry. I was writing down, being all dramatic and red letters, like a letter to God, like why this, why that, oh, why this. You red. know, there's a scripture about um this guy Job in the Bible, and he yeah, yeah. and he's kind of going through the same thing, he except for everything. he actually had he lost everything. Yeah, I mm. was didn't lose everything, but I was just seeing all the loss in the world. And I was just like, God, like, how can you be so good? What about them? You know, like, why are they all going through it? And I was praying for a vision like Job. And I went to this house church in L.A. A lot of people like go to this house and we just like worship. And so it's not a formal church. It's just Mm. like a a big group of people. We go and we worship. And um, this girl like shared this vision of God had like brought her to this house. And it was a giant, beautiful house comes in the house has all these big rooms there's a bar where people are getting drunk in the spirit there's a library where people are studying the word of god and then there was a big beautiful room that was just so elegant and beautifully decorated she comes into this room and right next to the bed is a a really ugly door on the ground and she goes into this room and she sees this beautiful bed this is the intimacy room and he's like oh this is the most 
beautiful room this is like the most amazing room whatever and then she's like ask god why is this super ugly door by the most beautiful thing and the most beautiful part of the house and he goes that's the most important door I, that's where i spend most of my time she opens up the door she goes down there and it's a glass room where she can see all of the horrors in the world people getting raped miscarriages all the sin all of the everything in the world that's just evil mm. it's called the weeping room Mm-hmm. where he could just see over it, all of the sin just destroying people's lives. Right behind that door, there's another door. She opens it up, it's the strategy room. And it was a giant map <laughs> and all this stuff where he like has this plan going on. And that's essentially what the Bible is. It's a stories and stories where, um, on people, a group of people who just decided what was good and what was bad in their own eyes and then just like reaping the you know the negative effects of that and not just trusting in god's like way of like right it was like good and wrong and um so that's how i view it is like there is a lot of bad in the world as a result of sin and unfortunately and like this person might have opened a door to this you know this demonic presence in their family and there might have been you know this parent who had this alcohol problem who, which affected the health of their kid who had you know that's like a generational thing and sin just affects p- people's lives in all types of way and that's essentially the answer that i got from that so yeah i've definitely doubted like the goodness of god but i've also felt <laughs> i've felt the goodness of god in a it's really hard to explain but you can feel it on a spiritual level like where it just makes you sob and you don't even know why like i when she told th- that vision I was, and that was a word I needed to hear. I was praying for that. And I just started sobbing. I'm in this room, sitting, like cross-legged, like this. Everyone next to me, silent, listening to her as she's telling this vision. As soon as she said weeping room, I started weeping. I felt the presence of God come over me, and I was bawling. I was shaking my hands like this. I couldn't wipe my eyes because I was going to scratch my eye because I was just sobbing so hard. I actually have a voice recording of it because I recorded the... Um, vision that she was sharing because i wanted to keep it we have to realize like there is a force for good and there's also a force for evil it would be ignorant to not be aware of that force but it would just it would be even more ignorant to not be aware of how much stronger how much greater and how much better god is over that yeah this well, has been a great podcast it's oh been thank a really you great conversation <laughs> i have a wedding registry you know anyone wants to <laughs> register jay your wedding's over my wedding is September 1st, 2023. We eloped. Well, where's the wedding? Uh, the wedding's going to be in Indiana. Well, if you need a wedding photographer, I'm totally down. I, I put my deposit in. I put my deposit in a year and a half early. <laughs> Did you get a good deal? I don't believe in asking friends for deals. I feel like that's the opposite of supporting your friend's business. Oh, that's a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> you should talk to my friends then, damn it. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, hook me up with this, that. Like, it's different if you work at a store and you can give them your employee discount. Yeah. That's different. But yeah. if it's a business, this is what is your bread and butter on the table. Like, That's a very nice thing to business. say because I, I feel like based on people's reactions, like they don't think photography is a real job. Yeah, people just don't think because of artists as like you know because yeah. it's not like a need in yeah. the society and like i said everyone's pulling out their cameras on any device so it's like they're mm, like billy like i mean you're down. just you're just a guy holding a dslr why are you charging me a thousand dollars for this i'm like <laughs> i could do it on your phone then do it do it then if you don't want this thousand dollars i don't know how then. to maybe you could coach me on this as a sonder expert um 
I don't know how to respond that's not passive aggressive nor me seething with anger. Okay, give me an example of what they say and then I'll respond. So let's say you want me to shoot and I tell you my rate and yeah. they question it. So you, you ask me and then I'll respond as you. Billy, um, yeah, your website's great. Um, I, I like your work. But Thank you. we don't have... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how i sound <laughs> um but we don't have the budget for let's say it's a film mm -hmm. yeah we got a full crew we got the dp we got the first ad we got the the arts and crafts and you know all the production assistants uh for uh still for the photos um yeah we don't really have a budget for it but would you take 200 a day for 200 dollars, i could do this but i can refer you to some other photographers if you like their work you can see what their rates are this is my rate for this that's pretty good normally in my mind i'm just kind of like how dare you no no, no i'm just kind of like well scum money <laughs> i don't know what you accent smuggler. that is okay jay's losing her mind so like jay the producer will like kind of politely complain that my rate's too high and i'd be like well do you want it to be good yeah and that's oh, kind of rude, right? No, no, it's not rude. I don't think so. Because there's... Passive-aggressive? Well, yeah, you could be like, okay, I could just come, like, not edit. You get your own editor. I do this. Like, you know, that mm. be that. Or like, oh, I'm only going to be there for an hour. Stop by. I'll see if I can fit in my schedule. Low, lower priority, whatever. But I saw this TikTok that was really awesome. Oh, by this. God. <laughs> we have to hear me talk. out. Hear me out. You know what he said? If you want it to be fast... It's not going to be cheap. If you want it to be cheap, it's not going to be good. If you want it to be good, it's not going to be fast. But if you want it fast, cheap, and good, it's not going to be cheap. I mean, if you want it to be fast and good, it's not going to be cheap. I don't think any client will ever understand that. I think they do. They do. The right ones. You'll find them. Maybe an email. Well, you're, you're going to find it. We're going to speak that right now. Can I ask you what surprised you the most about being married? Mm, how long my husband can be on the freaking toilet? Maybe oh. <laughs> he's on there for so long. Um, is he reading or just? I don't know, but I found that that's a very common thing. A lot. Wait, how of long is long? Husbands are weirdly on the toilet for a long time, like twenty minutes. The servant's heart. You have to have a real servant's heart to be married, because you, for a successful mar marriage, both of you have to have a servant's heart to be willing to serve one another wholeheartedly. It's like actually a lot more work than i thought it would be <laughs> it's like a child yeah. almost not really not really this should not be a child your your partner shouldn't be a partner not a child <laughs> but you know almost. are you his mother well it's like you know i kind of have you well, know more responsibilities though. now it's natural you're the woman so you you have motherly instincts qualities yeah. yeah half of you is motherly yeah life will happen and figure itself out but Speaking of figuring itself out, what would you tell young models who, who want to be signed? I would ask them their intentions and to really check themselves in their security and their identity. Very good. Yeah. Oh, I remember now. Leagues, I guess, because you go from uh, development, 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 new faces, new faces, uh, up to the main board. Yeah, up to the main board. Can you explain that to curious models what that uh, what that is? So when you're in development, they're essentially teaching you the basics like, oh, what does profile mean? What is your portrait and your different types of modeling? What's yeah. e-commerce, editorial, all of the basics of actually 
learning how to model in the words and um, how to model. And then... And you're still doing test shoots. Yeah, a lot of test shoots. Do as many as you can always, and test shoots way. are a zero dollar budget, which they should know. Your new faces and that... You're going to be on new faces for a long time. And that's a good thing. You want to be on new faces. I actually... That's a good might. point. That's really true. And that can sound frustrating mm-hmm. if you're a young model. Like, why am I, why am I not rising? Yeah, but it's a no. good thing. You want to be Why is that faces. a good thing? You want to be new faces because people are looking for like a fresh face or like has been, you know... And you, there's like a different expectation of of your um, skill and clients just kind of want somebody who doesn't, isn't too booked because mm. a, some clients, not everybody, but some clients are like, oh, are you booked and busy? Oh, you know, they we don't want to build too much of a relationship because every time I want to book with you, you're already booked, you know? Mm. So th- I think there's different, there's probably things that I don't even know on why because so I don't nice, work on the agency nice perspective. Costs. Yeah, so there's pros and cons of everything. I don't think it's it's not bad or good to be on the main board and the new faces board because at the end of the day, the clients reach out to the agents. Hey, I need somebody who looks like this. They send them who they got that matches the description and then boom, that's how they pick. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Where are you ranking right now with Ford? I don't know what I am. (laughs) (laughs) Working. I'm working. (laughs) I love my agents. I love my relationship with them. I haven't met Taylor, but I would love to do a podcast with her. Oh, really? Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor's just very sweet. She's very, um, like, relatable. She sounds super smart just from the email exchanges and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's very, like, you know, well put together. Same with Chris. Um, Chris is the main guy who who signed me. He's the one who I met in Chicago who signed me. Oh, yeah. Well, Jay, um, like I said again, this is a real pleasure. And uh, thank you for coming to this uh, massive studio for this uh, (laughs) talk show. Very luxurious. I love your like tiger statue. (laughs) Okay, that sarcasm is unacceptable. (laughs) Okay, wait, notes. You didn't let me say my notes. I would say something to have this mic on there so my hand doesn't get all red like this. (laughs) Just keep switching. It's actually not that bad, to be honest. Um, and it's kind of nice to hold something. If I'm here next time and you have a stand, I'll have a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, you like to hold something when you talk. I think so. I did a casting the other day and I held a cup of tea in the video. <laughs> <laughs> You're so strange. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I have. No, honestly, this has been really great. I don't, I don't have any notes. I'm not professional. I don't know anything. Okay, well, don't worry. You're going to listen to it before I publish it. Okay. Oh, I just read the headline that it's the five-year anniversary of the Me Too movement. Is it already? Five years. Five oh, freaking years. I was like, what have I done? That changed the industry. Oh, my gosh. Me Too. That's what and I forgot to ask you. What I think that it's gotten a lot more inclusive with all the, like, the body positivity and neutrality. Love it. And Ashley Graham. Oh, my gosh. They changed the industry. Love them. Were any photographers inappropriate with you? Uh, no. Praise the freaking load. At I all. I do not have anything. No, but a lot of male models have this happen to them. Like, I, oh, I, to them. I know more male models that have had bad experiences with photographers than female models. Because a lot of... By male photographers? By male photographers. Maybe because a lot of male photographers are gay, maybe? I don't know. Like there, there's a lot the of gay men in the industry. I think yeah. there's definitely that. It is definitely exists, but I don't. It's personally never happened to me, and I've never um, discussed with anyone where it happened to them as a fe- never. No females have said that to me. Oh, in the well, industry. good for you. 
Yeah, so for like five plus years I've been doing this, nothing. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but also like Ford has been very protective and I've always let them run the show. Like I would send any photographer that I was going to work with, like I send it to them or I only go through them and they check them out. Like yeah. they, if if a model has bad experiences, they tell them they're blacklisted from the agency. So, you know. I want to know who the blacklisted are. I don't know them. Never met them. Don't hope to. Jay, do you think I'm a decent photographer? Yeah. Okay. That why sounds, would you <laughs> that sounded like a lie <laughs> i think what, it's decent where do i need to improve i'd have to look at the pictures while we're here i mean we've only done one shoot but <laughs> yeah uh i definitely have a different style but you have like good photos i have a different style of photography that i like though you know artistic expression is different oh god you're, you're not the first one to tell me that uh, yeah i don't have a style well i keep telling i guess myself. you do have different ones you do have different styles yeah i keep I, telling myself i want to do like more emotional cinematic kind of like transfer mm. that knowledge into model photos mm. but every time the day of a photo shoot it doesn't happen it, it just, it just huh. goes out the window and you just end up shooting what you just, see yeah it just goes back to the symmetrical look in here do your mm. thing okay go to this corner blah 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 maybe uh some more maybe i'm not closer up them. maybe and more like the different angles like more emotion in the face more contrasted that could add some mood or, or in the scene like if you do a beach like a beach not really emotional it's gonna feel like a beach that's a good point i would love to shoot like close-ups of a woman like tearing up mm. that's intense that'll yeah. never go in the book so the agency would be well like, it's good for actors and actors yeah fake tears. actually yeah i should ask them that i should ask the managers can you send me a model who's also an actor Mm. right yeah that'll solve my case <laughs> jay thanks for being here this is a great <laughs> treat and such a great pleasure uh thanks for braving your way over here into this uh ginormous studio to talk about your life to get vulnerable a little bit i loved your stories um i appreciated your insecurities your ordeals especially in your early life sorry you're not a gymnast anymore and um is that my cue? Okay. That's my little violin sadness sound. No, 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 no. There's no sadness here. <laughs> Things are With, good. You know, I'm not a gymnast. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's in the past. I'm just kidding. I'm a yogi. Um, so I wish you well and good luck and blessing with Sonder. Thank you. Maybe I'll see you again. Probably not. <laughs> He's actually, I'm actively avoiding you as of right now. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Any last words? For real this time. For real? Yeah, any last um, words? Actually, I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, seriously, though, this has been really great. I'm super happy to be here in your mansion. and um, <laughs> Studio. And super you say mansion, it's obviously a lie. <laughs> I'm super stoked um and i'm i think that this has been a really great podcast i don't even think i need a review i think you can just post it because i think i'm just gonna judge myself or something if i'm listening to it like oh i oh, should have said it this way that's natural but exactly it's inevitable, it's yeah. inevitable. no it's gonna be good i'll, I'll yeah. cut out all the stupid stuff yeah i probably said um and and a lot sorry about that don't, that's easy <laughs> so easy don't worry all right jay thanks yeah. so much thank you bye, bye.